power of the dark side. I'm not a baby, I'm a man. I am an anchor man. Is this a kissing book? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Hello and welcome to episode five now of Just Like in the Movies brought to you by gkmedia.ie providing digital content and marketing solutions for SMEs throughout Ireland and the UK. We love talking about movies. We love talking about the Irish film industry and that's exactly what we intend to do over the next 20 minutes or so. Coming up on our show this week, we will be speaking to... Kieran and Lisa about the movies I Feel Pretty and also Tully starring Charlize Theron. We'll also be hearing from Charlize later on as well about her brand new movie. And we'll be digging into the archives on this week's podcast where I will be speaking to the one and only Angelica Houston. So make sure you stay listening for that. First up, let's talk about I Feel Pretty. Renee currently works in the online division. Oh, wow, super. Yeah, but I, I figure I can be real with you guys, like Gail King real, and say that it would be a shame to waste all this in a tiny Chinatown office. I think we've got more of a front of house situation on our hands. Am I right or wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Renee, we appreciate you taking the initiative, but you're not exactly the obvious choice for this job. Helen? No, I, I totally get it. Because I already work for the company, and this job would actually be a pay cut to my current salary. It doesn't make much sense why I'm here. So what are your goals exactly? <sighs> to work here as a receptionist. Wow. Okay, because most girls, they view this as a stepping stone to modeling or to opening their own e-commerce boutique. I hear you. And yes, modeling is an option for me. You are taking a risk. Is this girl going to walk out of this office and right onto the runway and never look back? Is that realistic for me? 1,000%. But it's not who I am. That's a clip taken from Amy Schumer's new movie, I Feel Pretty. And featured in that one was the former supermodel herself, Naomi Campbell. Lisa, you were so excited about going into the cinema to watch I Feel Pretty. Did you come out feeling pretty? No. And no. 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 Uh, no, this uh, <laughs> this wasn't a feel good movie. It was a kind of a feel bad because you're just like Amy. 4.4 on IMDb at the moment. Out of 10. Out of 10. Yeah. Yeah, I give it about the same. So I was going to give it a two and a half. <laughs> okay, tell us about the movie. Okay. Because so I saw the trailer and I, I loved the idea of it. I so did laughing. I. Yeah. So did I. I thought it was going to be something. But yeah, she's just kind of stupid. And you're just kind of, please stop the film because this is this is enough. So she's a girl that is all like, um, what's the word? Like self kind of obsessed. And she's single and she's... She suffers from low self-esteem. Low self-esteem, that's the word. She's mm. suffering. And then she goes to the gym and it's all embarrassing and then she falls and she whacks her head and then she wakes up and she thinks that she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, oh my God, look at me. I'm beautiful. Oh, this is amazing. And then she becomes completely obnoxious. <laughs> and you're just like, you're horrible. And she's horrible to her friends. Oh, I just did not like it at all. But I thought there was a good message in it where, you know, just love yourself for who you are. Don't worry about comparing yourself to other people in society. I don't know. Was that message really there? Karen, 
Uh, yeah, I'll have to agree with Lisa on this one. I Yay, kinda, we never <laughs> agree. Finally, stars are aligned. <laughs> Taken five episodes. <laughs> yeah, it took Amy Schumer's self-obsession to get it to this point. Yeah, I went in kind of wanting to uh, like this movie. I seen the trailer. I thought the trailer was funny. I think all the best bits are probably in the trailer. And As always. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a good idea, but it never really gets past that initial idea. And it's not enough to stretch a movie out for, for two hours or the two hour running time mm. over this central message. And a movie can have a message, but the message can't just be the movie. I mean, I find myself drifting off so many times in the, in the middle of the movie, like and he, like they were talking about food. And then I started thinking about food and a shopping <laughs> list. And then I come back to the movie a few minutes later and nothing had really happened. And then I started thinking, I've seen this before. So I started thinking about the film Big, which is kind of essential. <laughs> I also think I, there's also uh, a SpongeBob SquarePants episode where Squinburf hits his head and believes he's handsome and okay. like oh. I, and that. So I started thinking about all these other different things, and then I was trying to figure out why why isn't the movie not gripping me? And it's because it's just not funny. It's just not funny. It's not funny, and I I kind of like Amy Schumer. I think she's doing her best, but she just doesn't have the material. No. And then the ending, where she kind of gives a speech which delivers the message of the movie is completely undoes, I think, everything that comes before because of how the message is kind of conveyed mm. and in the context. And I was reading a bit about it afterwards, and even Amy Schumer said that was a one scene she wasn't happy about, oh. which is a very pivotal scene. And did I get the message right? You did get the message yeah. right, but she uses it to sell cosmetics at the end. Yeah. And to me... That left a bad taste in my mouth. And a film I wasn't really enjoying, that was just kind of like, oh, come on. Mm. Okay, so out of five, you're giving a two and a half. Two Lisa? and a half. Sticking give, with it. I'm going to give it the two. Ooh. Ooh. You've gone lower <laughs> than Lisa. Yeah, it was three up until to, to, I was angry. In the, like, it was one thing being, being indifferent yeah. throughout the movie. And, you know, I managed to figure out what I was going to have for dinner making the movie. So that watch of the movie. But then the end and just left me kind of like, hang on, you don't get to do that. Mm-hmm. So two. Okay. And also Michelle, the only, okay, I'll give it Michelle one. Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams was actually good. She's fantastic. Yeah. It? yeah. She's like, she's, she's not <laughs> she, Michelle Williams. Like, yeah. For, she steals, absolutely steals kinda, the she show. She totally does. Yeah. Yeah. And you've never really seen her. I haven't seen her. Sorry. In a I've com- never seen com- her in a comedy role. Yeah. No. And she excels in this. Okay. So that's I Feel Pretty starring Amy Schumer from writers Abby Cohen and Mark Silverstein. Next up, we're going to be taking a look at the movie Tully starring Charlize Theron. And here she is talking about identifying with a character in a movie. I mean, I think the movie experience is about sitting in a dark room and feeling, you know, the circumstances might be completely different, but on some level that you're watching something that you can relate to in some sense. I think that human condition part of it is what makes the movie going experience so great. And I think you're always hoping that you know, I always read something and I'm like, I love this. I totally relate to this. I hope other people will. And that doesn't always happen. But in this case, we've had such a great response, not just from mothers, but from fathers, you know, feeling just an empathetic understanding of things that they experienced and never really truly understood. This is a movie that everyone is talking about and certainly getting strong reviews as well. Kieran, what do you make of Tully? Yeah, I, I really like this movie. Um, the director has worked with her before on Young Adult, which I really liked. Yeah, and that then, was good. Yeah, that was a good, good movie. And he also did Up in the Air with George Clooney, which I, I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
real shaking my Lisa's head. <laughs> shaking her head. I hated that film. Why? Oh my god, because it was depressing. It was horrible. The ending. Oh my god. Oh yeah, you get your like it's, million it's called miles. Life. Yeah, oh. but that's what I liked. I think <laughs> to me, it I like escapism. I don't like realism. <laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting. <laughs> well, that's why I liked it. Well, it, it was kind of funny and charming, but it does. It felt more like an adult movie with you know realistic characters and realistic outcomes, and I think this movie was sort of the same. It depicts the the struggle of of being a mum of two young kids and, and and an infant really well, and it really gets the tiredness captured really really well in film, and and she she's fantastic at showing just the general weariness of of a woman just being pulled from every end and just somebody who's dragged to the end of her wits, and then. Then when her brother, um, who's played by Mark Duplass, kind of gifts her the present of, of the night nanny, you think it's going to take this sort of almost kind of uh, horror type chill. Single white female. Yeah, that <laughs> is because the nanny is perfect and she's beaming and she can do all these things perfectly. Like Charlize Theron is kind of bemoaning that she can't even make cupcakes anymore. And then mm. the next day there's cupcakes magically there. And you think it's kind of going to go that direction. And if it is a film that could go any way, but it does have a few nice surprises and a few secrets. And that, but it's a. I think it's a very sophisticated adult comedy tied together with a, an Oscar-worthy performance. I would say Absolutely. from Charlize at the center. Like all the supporting cast are good, and the nanny, the night nanny, played by Mackenzie Davis, is fantastic in it as well. And the two of them have have great chemistry. And it's mm. nice to see a realistic depiction of motherhood, mm. which I'm sure if lots of mums or or any parent would go see this, would be like yes. That's it's great to see a relatable mother on the screen. It's not all sunshine and flowers, and for the majority of it, you're just you're going around a, a totally different zombied version of yourself. Yeah. But the comedy is strong. The script is really good. There's some yeah. great one-liners in it. It's Diablo Cody. Isn't Diablo it? Cody yeah. and that. So behind Juno and Juno Jennifer's body. Oh yeah. And she didn't. She thinks she wrote Young Adult as well, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it is. It's very very witty. Um, got a nice bite to it. I think some of it might divide audiences, mm. but that's okay too. Yeah. It's good. It's a good depiction of reality that I actually enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. That's a great review then for Tully. Mm-hmm. Out of five? Four and a half. Oh. Yeah, good. I'll go four and a half as well. Yeah. The stars have truly aligned. <laughs> okay, well, that is Tully uh, starring Charlize Theron. And here she is again. And I think you'll find this quite interesting. It's She's t- in the studio? <laughs> of course she is, yeah. Why, she meets hello. up with me every Wednesday. Uh, talking about how she prepared for the role. And I think what she has to say about the preparation is also quite interesting. So here she is uh, speaking about how she prepared for the role in the movie Tully alongside Jason Reitman, the director who joins her. Jason literally said, I have our next project. And I was like, cool. <laughs> and, and then I read it and I knew, I knew after reading it, I knew that I would probably would have to physically transform for the role. But I was also just like, I was, ju- I just finished this film, Atomic Blonde, and I was like in the best shape of my life. <laughs> and I was secretly hoping I could get through one summer rocking a bikini in that body. <laughs> and Jason was like, Right? And I was like, yeah, no, we have to, I have to gain some weight for this. And we always just talk. I mean, I think a lot of the, like, who the character becomes is just through conversation. 
we spent a lot of time just really talking about some of the smaller detail that really kind of informs a lot of the bigger parts of the character. Um, there was a lot of stuff about this that was like a no-brainer and I was kind of prepared for what it was. I think the one thing that I wasn't prepared for was how much um, the way I was eating and what I was eating was going to affect me emotionally mm -hmm. and, and mentally. And I actually, for the first time in my life, really kind of struggled with depression. And that I wasn't expecting at all. So that kind of like took me by shock when we started shooting the film. And I felt very lucky that I had a partner in crime that saw all of that and brought it into the film in a way that I think a lot of filmmakers might have totally just missed that and been scared of it and been like, oh God, you're not in great shape, like mentally. So, but Jason really embraced it. And I felt so lucky because I felt I felt like I had a friend who just really understood what I was going through and I wasn't prepared for it. I'm just happy that she's, you know, blaming the depression on the pizza and not me. <laughs> Okay, we're taking a look at what is making the headlines in the world of film and TV. Brilliant news announced today. It's been confirmed that there will be a new sequel to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Awesome. Awesome. Almost 30 we're years so after old. the second one. Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter. We all know him. Yeah, <laughs> we do. <laughs> They're going to reprise their roles as the main characters. So Bill and Ted Face the Music will reportedly follow the pair as they struggle with family responsibilities now that they are into middle age. The duo has still failed to write the greatest song ever. Wow. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm at the edge of my seat. <laughs> the the last few weeks, there's been a lot of promo photos for this. You know, they're drip feeding. They must be meeting up and stuff. And there's a picture of the two of them in a, in a phone booth. I said, like, yes, it's going to happen. <laughs> yes. It's going to happen. I hope it happen. works now. Yeah. yeah. Don't ruin our childhood by making a really bad movie for the no. paycheck. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, the second one, it like, wasn't the best movie. But no, we the, don't talk about the second one. Yeah. Bogus journey. <laughs> Whatever. I would imagine it's going to be full of celebrity cameos. That would be cool. Yeah. Everyone that wants to be in the original. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's the happy news. Now we'll get to a story that featured in the journal.ie during the week. Questions have been raised over the awarding of funding to a film that's due to start shooting later this month before the fund's website has even been completed. That was the headline. And, and it talks about Camwood Horses starring Barry Keown is to begin filming in Clare and Galway after it was confirmed that the project has received support from the Western Region Audiovisual Producers Fund, also known and better known as the RAP Fund. Two million euro publicly sourced fund announced last October but details about how to apply have yet to be advertised and other producers have expressed surprise that an award has already been made. Now Sarah Dillon who worked with the Irish Film Board she took up the post as development manager a few weeks ago and she stated that the WDC and the Goy Film Centre had been engaging with a number of projects. No other project has won funding aside from Cam with Horses. And Dylan refused to discuss the details of those discussions due to commercial sensitivities, but said, we've welcomed early conversations with people to assess where they are with their projects, whereas other people have been saying that they haven't been encouraged to partake in dialogue with regards to funding for projects. 
It's an interesting one, isn't it? Making the national headlines. Yeah, I think somebody messed up by allowing us to find out that the, <laughs> the film got funding before before they, they had announced there was funding essentially available. So I think somebody's head's going to roll for that. But film got funded. That's a good sign. People are saying, look, they don't care about the politics as long as movies are being made and they're being made in the west of Ireland. But then mm. it's not really fair if you already they're allocated this funding, but already some of it has been siphoned off. So again, it just comes back to issues of transparency when these decisions are being being made and they're going to have to come clear and show when exactly the decision made, was made and was there some undue pressure from someone within the Irish Film mm. Board or somebody who's connected to the film. Yeah, Element Pictures are the production company behind the movie and of course Element Pictures uh, recently took over at the Picture Palace here in Galway, the cinema. They run the Lighthouse in Dublin and the 9.5 million publicly funded cinema that just wasn't opening for many, many years. Uh, they bought the lease for a million euro and they it's a 30 year lease and the first 25 years rent free. It's a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we want to know how these decisions are being made. You kind of want every film to come off with the best possible start mm. and you don't want question marks. Over over these things. Yeah, then no, you know what happens. People movies like movies don't get made. Movies don't get yeah. made. Yeah. And then the general public are like, well, if if the system was unfair, like there's money should be going other places, and it's very hard to defend decisions that are that are made under that kind of suspicious terms. Uh, hopefully, the movie is a success, and as we're saying, that there's more transparency from here on in, in terms of people being able to openly apply for funding and that there's an actual process there in place with transparency. Good news, the Irish Film and Television Network have announced the nominees for the 2018 IFTA Gala Television Awards taking place in the RDS later this month. And The Young Offenders leads the way, shortlisted in seven categories. Um, th look, there's loads of categories, but um, just thought it'd be interesting to throw a few of them out there. Entertainment, nominated Brendan O'Connor's Cutting Edge, Dancing with the Stars, Ireland's Got Talent, and The Tommy Tiernan Show. Excellent. Any particular shows stand out there? Uh, Tommy Tiernan Show, I think, is excellent. He's a great interviewer, and mm. he doesn't do the one thing I hate from presenters who will just read the questions off the page. He has a dialogue and a conversation, and he kind of probes them. Uh, Brenton O'Connor's Cutting Edge, I like Brenton O'Connor, but... They're so afraid of being sued that the moment anything interesting comes along, he just, like, shut it down. He just shut shuts it down. It down and he's Vogue Williams on every second or third week. And With her like, new whatever she's doing this week. <laughs> yeah. Comedy, Bridget Naiman, Derry Girls, Mrs. Brown's Boys and The Young Offenders. I've only seen clips of Derry Girls and I think it's hilarious. It's brilliant. Yeah, I love Derry Girls. I love Girls. Bridget and Eamon. I think they're great. Mm. And uh, The Young Offenders is excellent. Exactly. Yeah. It's finally a, a good year, actually, yeah. for Irish comedy. Karen, you're, you're going to have to help me with some of these Irish pronunciations, oh, unfortunately. Don't hang Why me. are you getting him to do, do it? Do not hang me. <laughs> now, Lisa's just jumped in. so I just she's jumped in to say you bypassed a Galway person to go up to the north there. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. And you're, instead of the Donegal Irish, you can give it to us. In your West of Ireland. Ian on Cushti here, is it? It is indeed. Mahan Colleen. Oh, either. Uh -huh. John Connors, The Travellers, Keeping Ireland Alive, The Health Service that was in good. a Day. That, that was, was very really good. good. That I was like very that. good. And the Zoo TV series. Documentary single, Autism and Me. That got a great reaction oh, yeah, uh, when it went tough. out. The Great Irish Sell-Off, Pearl Harbor, The Heroes Who Fought Back, Shaw, My Astonishing Self, and We Need to Talk About Dad. 
Oh, that was sad. Yeah, yeah. that was a very really good. good Some good documentaries there. Yeah. Some really good documentaries there. Soaps, Fair City, Red Rock, and Ross Naroon. Come on, Ross Naroon, you can do it. <laughs> Come on, Ross Naroon. Well, look, the quality of the writing is as strong as it ever was. I do like Red Rock. I think it's it's a decent show for TV3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you cannot see it, but Lisa is giving me surprised eyes. <laughs> well, Galway lady Kathy Belton is up for best female performance for Red Rock. A fair play. Uh, Sharon Horgan for Catastrophe. Fantastic. That's good. Your favorite show, Can't Cope, Cope Won't Cope. Cope. Sheena yeah. Kerslack. Give her all the awards. Who Kieran has a secret crush on. <laughs> Not, <that laughs> Not secret. so secret. <laughs> As Saoirse Monica Jackson for Derry Girls and Hilary Rose for Young Offenders. She oh. plays the mom. Excellent. Um, so very, very strong category there. Male performance, Sean McGinley, Chris Newman, Brendan O'Carroll, Tommy Tiernan for Derry Girls and Chris Wally, the Young Offenders. Well, Lisa and Kieran, thanks a million oh, for joining us. Over. I know. Oh, I'm so sad. Oh, well, don't worry. We're back again next week. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us in our loft studios in Galway City. And uh, right now we're going to dip into the archives because a few years ago I was lucky enough to catch up with actress Angelica Houston when she was over in Galway during the film flap. Can't afford marketing personnel for your business? Don't worry, just head over to gkmedia.ie where you could have your very own professional marketing team for less than €100 Euro per week. Check out our marketing solutions packages by visiting gkmedia.ie. Angelica, you're very welcome to Galway again. What memories does it bring back for you since you were here last? Oh, hundreds of memories. Um, the last time I was here, I got engaged, um, and that's that's quite a while ago. But I have so many memories of Galway from being a little girl and coming in and going to hunt balls at the Great Southern Hotel and being at the fun fair in Air Square and shopping at Woolworths for my mother. I used to buy her perfume at Woolworths and wonder why she never wore it. <laughs> The fact that um, you grew up in what has been described as Hollywood aristocracy, Walter Houston, your grandfather, John Houston, your father, yourself and Danny and Tony as well, brothers have been involved in film. Did you feel that you had to barricade yourself from the rest of the world? Was fame getting too much of a nuisance? Well, uh, we've always looked at ourselves as a bunch of gypsies rather than royalty, but, you know, we, we, we won't turn down the appellation, you know, when it's applied to us. It's very nice, very flattering. Um, I think we're just happy to be in film. You know, I, I feel very lucky. I have a profession that I'm, I'm in love with, and um, I think it's, it's good to be part of that world. Also, it allows you to deal on many different levels. Um, And I think it's possible to have an eclectic life, an interesting life, meet many different people from many different walks of life. You really lived in the Hollywood spotlight there for a few years. Uh, You're probably sick of it at this stage, but you are courting Jack Nicholson over a period of time. Do you still keep in touch with him? Are you still friends? Yes, I have have a good friendship with Jack. We speak. He he was very sweet when my husband died and uh, has been always a great champion of mine so even though we're not romantically involved anymore we're we're good friends and uh, we respect each other and finally what are your plans now Uh, because i believe you've taken the car and you intend to do a bit of sightseeing for the week here in ireland yeah i want to go up to connemara i want to go and see um saint clarence where i grew up hang out with some friends 
go to Patty Burke's or Morin's. I don't know which one, which one it is right now. And just float around Galway, see all the changes. It's, it's changed considerably here. But I think, I think for the good. I think there's a really great atmosphere here, a lot of young people. I want to go and visit um, the Houston School of Film and Visual Media. I want to go to Galway University. You know, it would have meant everything to my father to know that Galway had uh, a, a film school named after him. I think, well, he loved young people and and his whole, like, like most artists, I think his whole heart was in his work and the idea that his work will forever go on and that his films will serve as a basis for learning for students it would excite him considerably. Um, he was self-taught. And um, there was some question early on about, you know, conventional, conventional learning vis-a-vis, you know, your, your, your own uh, adventure. But I think um, he would be really, really thrilled to know that, that Galway had uh, a film school in his name. Yeah. Can't afford marketing personnel for your business? Don't worry, just head over to gkmedia.ie where you could have your very own professional marketing team for less than 100 euro per week. Check out our marketing solutions packages by visiting gkmedia.ie. Well, thanks very much for listening to Just Like in the Movies, brought to you by gkmedia.ie. Please do spread the word. We are on SoundCloud, Stitcher and iTunes. And uh, we'd love if you gave us a few stars as well. And certainly, please do recommend us to your movie buff friends. Lisa and Karen, thanks a million for joining us this week. Thank you, Gary. We'll chat you you next week. And um, until we talk to you next week, take care. Bye-bye.